Hi, y'all. Good morning. Uh, thank y'all for welcoming me into your lives. And thank you for coming back to the This Too Shall Pass podcast. Uh, today's topic is going to be over trust and a little bit of kind of like mistrust as well. Um, and this looks a variety of ways. In psychology, one of the founding psychologists said that trust and mistrust is a stage that starts with our caregivers and often it kind of expanded later on into attachment styles. And, you know, y'all know that psychology is kind of like my baby as I am in grad school right now to be a counselor. And so I wanted to talk about that in a way that A, is applicable to life today, um, as well as spiritually, because often we feel that God is like man. Um, often when we don't have trust in relationships, they fail. They um, become toxic and I know firsthand that trust is something that is very hard to build, but it's easy to break. And trust can leave you feeling like you identify wholeheartedly with something. And then when that trust is broken, it's like you want nothing to do with that thing. Whether that's your spouse, whether that's your siblings, whether that's your parents. Um, me growing up, I really didn't ever feel like I had trust with my parents. Um, often they weren't there emotionally. Now, don't get me wrong. My parents did what they could to provide for me, but I never felt like I was emotionally accepted, nor did I feel like I had the ability to be emotional. I was often told my emotions were too much or that my emotions were just not there. Um, and often when I felt the need to cry, I felt the need to just be heard. It was seen as, oh, well, she's had an attitude or she's emotional or she's just upset she's not getting her way. And often my emotional needs were definitely pushed aside. And then as I've gotten older and gotten into dating relationships, my first relationship was definitely very abusive and very toxic and very um, not emotionally present. And even in my most recent relationship, that emotionality was told I was too much because when I love, I know that I love hard. And often in these relationships, my past history with trauma in relationship with male figures has caused me to not be very trusting. And I often have a lot of anxiety and feel very hurt when things are not in a place of where loving. And often I feel as though I'm always going to be abandoned. I feel as though my life can be in utter chaos and it just throws me for a loop. And then 
you know, I've been realizing lately that my relationship with God has been the same way. Um, I know that there's definitely a call on my life. I know that there are promises in the words that this, you know, the word says, be still and know that I'm God in Psalms 46 and 10. And then in Exodus 14 and 14, it says, the Lord will fight for you. You just have to be still. And for me, being still is like the opposite of my personality. I'm a planner. I like to have a plan of what am I doing? Where am I going? And God's not like that. You know, I don't have an exact step of a day when God's timing is going to work out. Like I told you all in a couple of episodes ago, um, earlier this year, I applied for a scholarship and I totally forgotten about it because I didn't hear anything back in a couple of months or so. So I assumed I didn't get it. And it wasn't until about a couple of weeks ago when I realized and was told that I actually got the scholarship. And it was right on time because it's coming to the time of where my grad school program is going on summer break in a few months. And those summer classes I have to take are not paid for through the way that I've gotten my first year paid for. Thankfully, I've been able to secure a grad assistantship where they will pay my full tuition for the first year. And that's only fall and spring. And so often I'm sitting here worried about summer. And then I was like, when that scholarship came, I was so grateful. And I was in a season of gratitude because I was like, you know, God, you showed up. You knew that I was going to need this. And it was, it came right on time. And often we want a microwave style of what God has promised us. God promised us a life of abundance. You know, he promised us love, joy, peace. And often those don't come natural. Like for me, it's hard to have joy and peace in the midst of chaos. But then, you know, often in those seasons of struggle and chaos, like my life, the last couple of months have really turned upside down and have been utter chaos. But I've been optimistic because I know that I serve a God that is going to get me through this. I don't know how, and I don't know when. And often my faith can kind of waver in times, which is the opposite of what God tells us. You know, he says, trust in the Lord and lean not to our own understanding. And so oftentimes when I pray, I'm like, okay, God, it's too big for me. The struggles that I'm going through right now are so big that it feels like I have been left utterly empty. I feel broken on the inside, more broken than I've ever felt before. And, you know, in, in this season, my trust has been broken by people who were closest to me. Um, and so in this season, it's hard for me to really trust God that he's not going to leave me abandoned because I'm in a season of where I've been abandoned by the people who love me most. And it's often feels as though a lot of the things in my life have never come easy for me. People look at me and they're like, oh, she's so smart or, oh, she's so caring and she's such a kind hearted. But I often feel like people don't see me. They see this life that they portray and think of me, but they don't see me for who I really am. 
And that's broken because God is the one only person who can fix me. He, he's the only person who can put these broken pieces back together. And in trusting him to do that, it's hard. Because oftentimes when we go to church, we're taught that it's not okay to be angry with God. And because you don't want to be angry at God and throw him away. But in, a, in the season that I'm in, I'm fighting so hard for the life and the dreams that I want um, and not having the support system that I really truly desire is one of the hardest things that I can ever say. And there's been some trials that I've gone through before. You know, I remember back into a time when I was in high school and had a very traumatic experience happen to me and going through that toxic relationship and not having not being able to talk about the traumatic thing that happened to me, you know, for fear of how other people would react, for fear of not believing that people would believe me or that I would be, they'd say I was exaggerating or I'd be too emotional or that happened so long ago, get over it. And it's still hurting me because that child did not know how to deal with those emotions, that trauma, that anger, that frustration. And so she sought peace and she sought safety in other people, you know, and guys that weren't good for her. And in, you know, my most recent relationship, life has been so hard. And it's hard when you love people so much and you see so much in them and see, you know, you know that the promises that God has given and called over their life and trying to be that person that sees those promises and speaks into those promises when you don't have anybody else in your corner to speak into those promises. And it's hard, but God ne never said it was going to be easy. He said he'd be with us always till the end of the earth. You know, God said he's faithful and he's just, and God knows every concern that we have in our hearts and he's going to make a way for us. He always does. And it's in the seasons of struggle and the seasons of mistrust and the seasons of abandonment and the seasons of anger and grief that we forget that there is a God who is bigger than anything that we can face. God is bigger than the homelessness you're facing. God is bigger than the sense of failure you're facing. God is bigger than any struggle and any thing that the enemy can throw at you. And, you know, often changing perspective rather than looking at the negative and looking at, well, it's not happened yet. It's never going to happen. Then we lose our fight. We lose our faith and we lose our drive. And then, you know, when it seems like you're being attacked on every end, like Paul said, you know, he was attacked on everything, but he was not perplexed. 
you know, he still held on to his faith, even if everything was rocky, even if he was walking on boards and broken pieces. You know, Paul gives us in Philippians that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. And it takes us having to take and muster that little bit of courage, that little bit of strength, that little bit of faith to hold on, even in the midst of when you don't see it. Faith is walking when you don't see it. Faith isn't being able to see the end of the tunnel and being able to see what the promises are. Oftentimes I heard in church that if God were to show us the way that we had to go to get to where we are desiring and the things that he's promised in our life, oftentimes we turn away, you know, because we're in a day and age where instant gratification is what everybody's seeking. Um, I often say that we need to go back to the times when all we had was God. I think social media definitely can be used as a platform, but often it creates such chaos in people's lives that we don't realize it. Um, even for me, social media has been part of the problem for me. And oftentimes I've had to delete social media and Honestly, I'm in a season where I am having to leave social media because it's not healthy for me. Um, and for me, comparison is what helps me. Well, I wouldn't say help me, but comparison is what often hurts me most and hurts my relationship with trusting God is because I see, you know, my friends who I support love and I'm cheering them on but it's hard when you have this desire to be married and be a wife and a mom and everyone around you is in that stage and it's like when is it my turn and you know this last year has been one of the hardest years and recently one of the hardest years of my life it's been definitely a season of great things, such as I graduated from undergrad this year, um, started grad school. I have lived in almost a, another year. You know, I turned 22 this year. Um, it's been a season of great things, scholarships, gratitude, um, going and traveling to different places. Um, some of you all know this, but Traveling is one of my biggest passions. I love to just go and see the world that God created. Um, and this year I was able to go to three new places. So right now my goal is to get to get to all 50 states as, you know, as quickly as I can. But in, I'm halfway there. Um, and so this year I was able to make it to the halfway point. And that's something that brought me great joy because I feel like I'm progressing in that goal and accomplishing that. And I just want to speak to the person who feels like they have no hope. There's so much hope in Jesus. When we turn over our situations, our frustrations, our cares, our worries, you know, 
scripture says he looks after the sparrows. They take no thought for tomorrow because they know that God is there with them. And it's so easy for us to worry about tomorrow when you're worrying about how your bills are going to get paid. You're worrying about how you're just going to make it another day to survive and make it another day. But those worries are too big for us. They're too big for us to carry. You know, I, I'm definitely seen as an encourager often. And so I definitely feel a lot of hurt and mistrust when I don't have those people that are encouraging me. Um, and so I definitely feel like I often get in a place of why me or what about me? And I feel neglected. And I definitely think that that stems from not being able to talk or express my emotions, you know, growing up, I often felt like I had to be this stoic person. I had to, no matter what was going on with me, no matter where I was, I had to be, I still had to show up for other people. And I felt like those people, they didn't show up for me. Yeah, you know, they might have showed up for financially, but I needed emotions. I needed somebody to love me for me. And not leave me not abandon me and it's often I put so such high expectations on people and myself included that it becomes overwhelming and it becomes in a place where I feel like nothing's happening and you know throughout the word it says be still so many times. But what does that look like? How are we expected to be still when there's our lives are in utter chaos, whether that's a cancer diagnosis or that's, you know, financial situation, losing a job, losing a home, or your relationship is rocky or you know, you're not doing as well as you would like to be and you're not in the place that you would like to be in, but God is the one who created our lives. You know, in Psalms, it says that our lives were set up before everlasting, before the world even began. And, you know, God is doing things his way. And once we relinquish the control of trying to do things our way, and feeling like we have to do it ourselves, that's when we can rest in God and rest in the fact of knowing that he is taking care of us. And in those seasons of loss, when it feels like you just can't breathe, you can't, you know, you feel like everything you touch is going wrong. It's in those seasons when God is trying to get our attention the most that he's trying to get us to depend on him, not in our own power, not in our own strength, because God is the one who's overcome the world. He sent his son to die for us, to show us genuine love and care, even when we don't have that physical support system that we you know, are truly desiring. But when we know and rest in God that he is the creator of the world, he is the creator and he created me, he created me, just little old me. And often we feel that when we're trusting God for something, 
and it's not, it seems like it's not happening. It's in those times that we want to fret. We want to run. We want to quit. We want to give up. And I'm not just speaking to you guys. I'm speaking to myself too. Um, as holding myself accountable. And in those seasons, we often feel as though we have to do everything. I have to be the perfect daughter. I have to be the perfect girlfriend. I have to be the perfect. But we fail to realize that that's the enemy. Because the enemy knows that if we can focus on God and his timing and resting in his control, that there would be so much peace in our lives. We'd be able to progress further than we ever could dream of. In Romans, it says that the present sufferings of this time cannot compare to the joy that is coming. And we have to hold on to that there's a brighter day coming. Pain and anger and struggle does not last. And that's hence the reason behind the name of this podcast, This Too Shall Pass. Because in those seasons where it feels like there is no hope, there is no better day coming, that's when we have to lean on our faith and lean on the on the one who created us and the one who has set up our lives and the one who knows every step we're ever going to take. And he has promised that he is going to be there for us and is going to walk through this with us and even carry us when we feel like just empty inside. That's when God is trying to fill us with his love, fill us with his comfort. He died and said that he was going to send a comforter back for us, which is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit wants to just minister and strengthen us. But we have to open up that door, open up that window to say, God, this is too big for me. It's too much for me. And we have to acknowledge that there comes a time in our lives and each and every one of our lives where we have to fight. We have to put up that fight to hold on to faith. Because if we look at everything that's going on in the world right now, if we didn't hold on to faith in God, we would be a mess. It's hard to sit here and I'm not giving you a magic potion. I wish there was a magic formula on this is what you have to do to, you know, not have to endure struggle, but God struggled for us. Jesus struggled. And we have to remember that even in his struggle, he still saw love. He still had faith and he still went into the cross and died for us. Um, recently, what kind of sparked this podcast was, you know, I mentioned the season of my life that I'm in where it's hard. It's been really difficult to kind of hold on to my faith and not waver. But I recently have been in a season of worship where I've had to, in order to keep pressing forward, hold on to worship, hold on to the word and speak scripture into my life daily. I've literally had to hold on to everything that I have ever known about God and to keep pressing forward. Because I know that if I give up, I won't see those promises he gave me. And I feel like David did where he said, I have fainted, but if I would 
for to see the promises of the Lord in the land of the living. God knew that we were going to struggle. He knew that this world was going to try to do everything it could to tear us down. And we knew that coming into faith, it wasn't going to be easy. And we knew that, well, he knew that we were going to be hurt. We were going to be ridiculed. We were going to be isolated. We were going to be persecuted because he was persecuted. And one thing that I am holding on to and, you know, empowering you to hold on to is that you have a heavenly father who loves you, even in your mess, even in the chaos, even in your seasons of win and in your seasons of loss, he still loves you. And God is going to put those people in your life who are going to minister to you, even if you just have one person, even if it's listening to worship music, even if it's listening to podcasts and learning to hear his voice. Whatever you have to do to keep moving forward, he is going to lay it on your heart and he is going to press into you because he loves his children. He's a father to us. He wants to hear from us. He wants to take away those pains, those anger, the fear of rejection, the pain that rejection causes. We're not meant to do this in our own strength. We're not meant to fold under pressure. We're meant to run to our father. And, you know, I mentioned that I've been in a season of worship and one song that really kind of sparked this podcast is um, Trust in God by Evelation Worship. It's been one that I'm pretty sure if somebody was riding in my car recently, they would be like, I'm so tired of this song. (laughs) But it's one that's been getting me through. And I encourage you to find what's going to help you get through, whether that is taping sticky notes of of scripture onto your mirror so that when you wake up every morning, you start your day in prayer. Um, And I'm speaking to myself, too, because I often will start to pray more and fast more and read scripture more and listen to more to worship music in the seasons where it's so hard. But then once those seasons ease up, I tend to slack off and, you know, I know that this podcast is going out over the internet. I know there are going to be people out there that I may never meet, may never hear from that are going to hear me tell my story. And in doing so, I want to be true. I want to be vulnerable with you guys. I don't want to be this just another face, another person telling you all these things to do and not uphold them my own self. Because when I tell you that those are the people who, when people come to Christ or they have, they see these people who are, you know, not true in their relationship with God. They put on a show every Sunday and every Wednesday or Thursday, whenever they have Bible study and they don't come genuine. They don't bring their brokenness to church. And I think that that's one thing that has hurt a lot of people with the Christian faith is that people, when we say things, they don't look at that we're human too. And then also we have to be intentional 
with the light that we share. We all have a light and it cannot be hid. And in order for us to truly bring people to Christ, we have to live a life in front of them. And I'm not perfect. I have failed at this numerous times. But in that, my heart is pure in the sense of I genuinely love people. Hence why I'm going to school to be a counselor. Um, I love people. I have a heart for all of mankind. And that doesn't mean just people who look like me. That doesn't mean people I just talk to on a daily basis. That means the people who have also hurt me. And in those seasons of like where I struggle, I genuinely do not want to hurt anybody. That is never my intention. And if you tell me I've hurt you, I will be do my best to genuinely apologize and tell you that that was not my intention. But because I know that God sees, you know, our actions. And if we're portraying a forgiving God, we're portraying a graceful God, we have to initiate that intention, that grace to not only other people, but ourselves and not only the people just we like, you know, often Jesus was ridiculed because he hung out with the sinners rather than the saints. But you know, God goes after that one. He will leave the 99 to go after that one. And we as Christians, as servants of the Lord on most high, we have to do the same. And, <clears throat> but that means we have to show up for both other people and ourselves. We have to fill our cup before we can pour into anybody else. We have to fill our cup. That's why it's so important to have a community where they will build you up where they will speak into your life and minister to you in those seasons when you feel like it's so hard to just get out of bed in those seasons where you feel like there's, I have nothing else to live for. And in those seasons is when we need to hold on to our faith the most because God has never forsaken us. He's never going to leave us. He's never failed us. And he's a man that cannot lie. And so in closing, I just want to let you guys know that you are loved, you are heard, and you are more than enough. Bring those broken pieces to God. Bring those broken pieces, and I guarantee you, he will mend every broken heart. Scripture says he is near to the brokenhearted. He just wants to hear from you. He wants you to bring all of those pieces, all of those weights carry them to him in prayer and watch what he does in your life. And I'm not just speaking to you guys. I'm speaking to myself because as I've mentioned it, you know, told you all, I am in a season where it's hard, but I'm holding on to my faith. And so you're not alone in this. You're not alone in wanting better. You're not alone in feeling like there there's no end, but we have a father who loves us, who's patient with us and who cares for us more than we could ever imagine. And so I want you all to be in peace this week. And if it means finding you some scriptures to minister to your heart, find them. 
whether that's downloading the Bible app on your phone or Googling them, or even just breaking out that handheld little devotional Bible or breaking out the word. I'm sure we all have some way that we can connect to God. And if you don't know how to connect to God, find you a circle, find you people who can minister to you. Because once you find that community, that that church home, or whether that's you know a group of friends or whoever that may be for you, once you find those people that are going to speak life into you, that are going to encourage you to move forward, hold on to them because God sent them to you. We're not meant to do this life alone. And so it, be encouraged. Be empowered to know that you have a heavenly father who is fighting alongside of you and is fighting battles that you don't even know. The scripture says that he intercedes for us when we don't even know how to pray. Just be vulnerable with him. He wants to hear from you. He wants to hear the bad, the good, and the ugly. And so thank y'all guys for listening to this podcast and just bearing with me and journeying along with me in this season. Um, And I hope that something was said to just kind of encourage you and empower you and let you know that you are loved and you have a community and you're not alone. Have a good week and I will see you all next time. Bye.